we brought it back this time. That's a, a cup full of ice. That means the time is nice. That means the time is bright. It is now time for What's Good America on this wonderful. I'm going to tell you what day it is. It's Sunday. That don't mean you're going to get this episode on Sunday, but it's Sunday when we shooting it. I got <laughs> a prerequisite to that because I, I ain't going to be in the office this whole week, and I don't want nobody to think I'm just sitting on my ass shooting these shows and I'm doing my day job. So, it's <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I am one half of that dynamic duo, the pseudo-sexual, the mahogany chocolate god himself, Mr. Westside Jacksonville, Florida, C. Dot Turner. Don't forget to say the dot, baby. Quarantine dad, super dad. Mind you, I want to point this out. I've been home alone for like a week now. My wife and the kids are in Denver. <laughs> I, I have legitimately been eating like a seven-year-old for the last three days, and I'm fucking proud of myself. I've had chicken nuggets and raviolis like every day, and I'm so happy. <laughs> I just want to point that out. <laughs> and my right-hand man on my left-hand side, we still my left-hand man on my right-hand side, the South Side Suburbs, Mr. Frito-Lay, the gamefully important, Mr. 401K, Beat Game James, James, Madison, Walton, don't forget to say the third, baby. Hey, what's good, America? We back. Man, he's right. It is Sunday, man. And I'm telling you right now, I'm feeling real groovy, man. That's why I got I got the Mystery Machine shirt on today, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's the way we're coming at you right now. I think he's got an appropriate road take on. Just do it. Because that's what we're here to do, America. We're here to do exactly what you need us to do. And that's just talk about the shit that's happening. You know, stuff that happens to the news here or there. You know, when it comes to sports and this pop culture, I'm just going to be 100 with you. They ain't going to break it down like us. Because, I mean, when you got things like this to fuel your fire, shout out to Screwball. Yeah. Uh, we, hey, listen, I'm not ashamed. This was a one, like, two to three-hour conversation with my brother last night. And we were just talking, and I, this is what I did, okay? This is how delicious this shit is. Uncle Julian, we're going to have you on the show. If you don't think Screwball is real, this shit is real, and this shit is real damn good, all right? Go buy yeah. Screwball. You know what I'm saying? Drink it at us. At yeah. That's all you yeah. got to do. At, for real, man. So this is where we at, man. A little bit subdued. You know what I'm saying? It's been a good week. You know, worked a lot of hours. Slept a shit ton today. The old lady's looking good right now, just walking around the house. So, like, let, let's get into it, man. Speaking of that, you know, that actually is appropriate, man, for what you do. <laughs> it's so appropriate. It's so appropriate. I, I didn't even know I was going to do that smooth of a transition, but the, our topic is that's what we own. So, man, it's, al- it's almost like we could do this professionally. I, I feel like we could, man. I mean, I could get rid of some of the curse words. Like, if the curse oh, words are a problem sponsor, I can be cool. You know what I'm saying? I can limit myself to just, you we know, can maybe. Do a cl- we can do a clean show. We can. Maybe just one or two white claws during the show. Maybe three. I can do that. Or, you know, maybe it's just a summer shandy. You know, like, either way. Number one, uh, any one of you guys, whether it's White Claw or, you know, Leg and Kugels, you know what I'm saying? If you want to get behind us, we'll drink the shit out you. You know what I mean? But, you know, I can just say drink right now. Yeah, I can just say drink the heck out you. So I just want to let that be known. But I think this show is going to be really – this right here is what's going to put us apart because – Chris, go ahead, bring it in, man, because they talked about it a little bit, but I know you've been wanting to talk about this. We just found the time today to be able to get together, man, because this, this, <laughs> is, this, this is a bigger story than I think people understand. Like, let them have it, man. Tell them what's All good. Right. So before I get into it, what's the kid's name so I don't butcher it real quick? What's the kid's name? I'm going to be honest with you. I just know he played in Seattle. <laughs> All right. So the Oklahoma State cornerback who is now who was picked up by the Seattle Seahawks was caught bringing a young lady who I'm going to name for you right now her name is regular Rhonda regular Uh, Rhonda (laughs) this is the most plain basic girl I've ever seen in my life like she is regular Rhonda oh my god so he was caught bringing regular Ronda into the NFL facility, the NFL bubble, the Seahawks bubble, whatever you want to call it. But he had her dress up like a employee of the Seahawks. Mind you, that was a collar shirt and some khakis, which made her look even 
more regular, made it look like a goddamn old Navy employee. But he made regular Ron to come see him at the Seahawks training facility and got his dumbass cut. You didn't get cut for an Instagram model. You didn't get cut for uh, uh, OnlyFans girl. No. You got cut for regular Rhonda. If you would have said, bro, sit on your ass for two weeks, go through camp, and you, you would have made the team like you were a preferred player on the team. You would have had your choice of chicks, but you wanted regular. You couldn't have waited. You wanted regular Rhonda for a conjugal visit. Like, there's no way if you. Oh God, okay, America, look at this girl's picture. Just <laughs> like I get. And I don't know the full backstory. Maybe they were college and high school sweethearts, and maybe I'm just being an asshole for talking about this, the love of this dude's life. Hey, at me, bitch. All I'm saying is regular Rhonda cost you your dream. Because let's be honest, if you played college football, you wanted to play NFL football. So you let regular Rhonda cost you your job, your dream. Something you've been wanting to do since you were a kid. Now your punk ass got to go get a nine to five. <laughs> this, dude, this dude said regular Ronda. I'm. Try- <laughs> I hope. I hope regular Ronda trends everywhere. Regular Ronda. Because look, like I haven't even seen. Let's further talk about this. The fact that you let the chick get photographed is even worse of an incognito job. Can we tell? Like, can we be one hundred about that? Like you actually let some sort of picture of her get out too. You really was trying to get caught. Yeah. Like, like let, let there's no excuse. There is no excuse for this. Like, look, like trust me. Like, my wife is beautiful. Okay. She is gorgeous. Okay. But even I know I can sub, you know, I can abstain. I said substain. Yeah, I can sustain her. But no, I could abstain <laughs> if it comes to me being able to make certain kind of money that can change our lives. You know what I mean? It yeah. takes one in that, in that team in the position he's playing, it takes one season of playing good football at your position and it can change your life. They've had so many guys that won Super Bowls and went on and played on other teams. So let's stop that. And let's be 100. Well, I can't speak for Chris because Chris went to Alabama, you know, different, different type of summer camp going on there. Let's just be 100. You know, right. let me, I'm going to give him his roses right now. The dude was dope, okay? I mean, not only Alabama, but Florida State, too. We talk about two different entities there. When I'm talking about my experience at Truman State, when I was in summer camp with my guys, and we all even talked about this whole thing happening, and we were just thinking about the certain guys that would go that length. There was nothing on my – I actually, for those weeks, there was nothing. It was like, you know what? I got to get this nut off. I didn't need PNC during camp like that's the last thing i need is post nut clarity while i'm in camp right now i need to be pissed no. every day the time. there's nothing about two a days you know me and chris are the last of the two a day era because they ended the two a days when me and him were in school yeah. matter of fact i think it was your sophomore years when they ended it junior and, year junior year actually yeah so we didn't need to have post nut clarity yeah i told y'all that shit's a movement that's not going anywhere don't when you guys when you when, when Babe gets her her, uh, her hands on that PNC design T-shirt, I start wearing that every show with our What's Good America hats. <laughs> and shoot, don't worry about it. I didn't. I didn't work seventy hours, Chris. I might be just enough money to go ahead and go ahead and get it. Get this trademark done, so I own the rights <laughs> to PNC and Post Nut Clarity. Like it's happening. I I want that, but there's nothing in my mind as a player during camp. All I'm focused on is the camaraderie of my boys, getting that type of feeling, man. And you can't have that, you know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, I've never made it to that level. But I even think about, you know, our camps, you know, when we were in Billings, you know what I mean? Like it was about us trying to get to, especially in 09, because there were so many new parts to that team, you know. And we just trying, you know, trying to figure out, man, 
do I even like this dude next to me? And for Chris Turner, Chris Turner liked no one. So I think he, you know, I think he was cool with Bonner because they were, you know, frat line, you know, you know, same frat. So they, he could, you know, that's the one guy he could talk to for the first month. But I, you know, now hearing you describe what he did, that's how he dressed her up. I'll give him, I'll give him points for that. That's good effort to try to just, you know, make her, you know, put some khakis on her and, and you know, put a collared shirt on her. No, and probably put like a Seahawks hat. I, no. Look, I got, I got a couple points for that. But, no. but Chris hit something <laughs> really big here. It'd be one thing if you were like a first or second round draft pick, and you tried to do this thing. Okay, like you're gonna have an opportunity to get picked up, and they're gonna go, "Hey, listen, man. Like, if you really want, it's the NFL. We've talked about this. They have car service for you." They provide you with things. So if you really, really needed that PNC that bad, I like how I can just say PNC now and not be as nasty. It's a thing, dude. Like PNC is a thing. PNC is kind of good now. Like it, it came off terrible in my give me a minute, but now I can just say PNC and I don't. I feel like I'm like being PC. <laughs> now, oh, you talk to somebody, Chris, and like, hey, listen, my like, look, y'all got to do something, man. We got to get somebody checked in here have her run the test, you know, but you know, you're a free agent. Like you need to just focus on, go ahead, man. Like I, there's, there's so that's many. My whole, that's my whole thing. Like, dude, you're a free agent. Like, <laughs> you, listen, I don't, I don't, for those who don't understand, like the NFL football itself is a boys club. And if they, if one team sees, damn, this dude can't control himself for two weeks. Uh-huh. There is all the owners are friends. Like nobody's gonna be like, oh well, maybe if we bring him down to LA. You're going from Seattle to LA. So no, you're not gonna go. <laughs> like nobody's gonna give you a shot because you can't control your jump. Like <laughs> right. hey, for a regular Rhonda. <laughs> regular Rhonda. Like it's this dude. This dude is crazy. This wasn't an Instagram model. This wasn't the OnlyFans girl. This wasn't anything of the sort. Like this was. Oh, uh, she was. She wasn't in the WAP video. No, she was not in the WAP video. She might have been in the Taylor Swift video as one of the extras. Like she, no. This girl is the girl who, uh, like, she joins the debate team. Like she's on the softball team, but she's not. She doesn't play. She's just on the team because her mom knows the coach. Like, she's the girl where she's, she's like, she's at the wedding, but she's like the fourth or fifth girl that you, after, like, you had a couple cancels or whatever, she's that girl you're like, okay, well, I guess she's cute enough to slide in to be in the pictures. Like, she's that girl. Like, she's, she's that girl that you see in the mall, and like, oh, man, he's cute. You don't look back to see, like, if she looks back at you. Like, she's the girl that is the manager of Old Navy. It's like, oh, man, she, she got her shit going good for herself. But, damn, she's just at Old Navy. So, nah, I'm not. Uh, nah. Like, it's re- she's just regular Rhonda. But can we, can we flip this, though? She might be regular Rhonda, but, like, her status now may be oh, beyond wow. Rhonda. Because think about it. She is now known as the chick that a dude in the league where they are trying to do everything in their power to have the season happen. She's that chick that had to be snuck in. Like, let's let's hold not on. let's hold not on, add, you, okay. that's a that's a very good point. So she could be that chick that this dude had to sneak in at the same time. She could be that same chick that fucked up football. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's because that's fair. God forbid now he tests positive now that he's a civilian. He was still around the team for a good couple of days. Now, what if Russell Wilson has to sit out for two weeks? And now what? Now the center is now going too, which means the two guards are gone. The defensive tackles are now probably going too. So now for regular Ronda has taken down 30% of the Seahawks. <laughs> oh, and I, I did find his name. 
Uh, his name is uh, Kima Sigurand. Of course he got a super black name. Of course he does. <laughs> of fucking course. I mean, at this point, I'll put it to you this way. This is, to, to, to give a reference of this, I mean, this story broke August 13th, like August 12th, August 13th. Like, I'm looking at the date uh, on ESPN here. So, you know, that was three, four days, three days ago, right? Four days right. ago, somewhere in there. So if anybody else caught anything from this dude, we would know by now. Like, that, yeah. that, that'd be making the news because, you know. Um, but I'm going to go back to this point of this, this chick has a chance now. She, if I was her and she's been photographed, she needs to go ahead and capitalize on this. This is, this is like the 2020 version of Superhead. Like, true. Very true. Like, what, what is it about her <laughs> that made this dude risk his <laughs> True. It's so true. I, honestly, in the couple of days I've been thinking about it, I did not think about that. I only, and I only thought about it right now. Like, I'm like, like what is it? What, what does she do that you went through that type of trouble when you could have you waited until September 8th and been good? Like September eighth is not that far away. It's I and let's like, can we be one? Look, can we be one hundred? We talked about the collective bargaining agreement. How hard are these dudes practicing now? They're not. Like, have you seen hard knocks? No, dude. <laughs> you know, look, listen. Just because, just because I have four hundred one k options now doesn't mean I got cable, Chris. I got, I got a little bit of money, but I, like, America knows I'm still broke as shit. Like, let's let's be one hundred about that. All right. We still streaming so, in this house, but tell me what's going to be going on. On hard knocks. So they work out. They work out hard in the morning or whatever. But you know what practice is? Practice is walkthrough with no pads on wearing your mask. <clears throat> and they have, to do, they have to do that for the first seven practices. Mm. Before they can even go hard out with like shoulder pads. And then you got to go an additional seven days with just shoulder pads. So, like, everything for the first week, week and a half is just a walkthrough. That's it. Like, that's <laughs> it. So, like, so to, to, to hit your point, because this shit's so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> to hit your point, this shit has, if, if I was her, I would hire an agent right now. Because I'm telling you. I'm you could probably you. go to a lot of talk shows, or you could just go full right field with it and go straight into the porn industry. It's got to be something. Or get your ass on the Breakfast Club right now. Do something. You know Can't what? Come on, our, come on our show. Come on our show, because I got some questions. I got a thousand questions, and I want the wife here with me to hear some of them. Yeah, Callie's going to be sitting right next to me when I ask these questions. Because I, the first one's going to be like, the fuck do you do, do to this dude that he risked his, his – I mean, do, do we even know if he got guaranteed money with that contract? You know, that, that free agent money is – I mean, was it usually about 10, 20? It's usually anywhere from 7 to 25. Yeah, it's somewhere in there, 7 to 25. Now, I'm not, I'm not you know – Putting my nose up to seven grand right now. Seven grand no. would be very nice. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah, I'm, you know, but like, dude, like this. I just, I, I you know, so that's the first way to look at it. Now I want to talk about what you said, and I was reading a little bit of the article just to find uh, Kamaz's name. I'm just gonna say Kamaz just because I ain't trying to butcher his name here, but um, and I could be butchering it now. But uh, I, you know, you I, I love, I love to, to hear that about the way you said that too, you know what I mean? That whole sense of this dude could have, this dude could mess up the season. Like he could ruin it. Yeah. You know, America, I need you to understand something. When, when Chris Turner, that's the point he thinks of on a topic like this, understand how bad we need this NFL season. Cause that is not a normal Chris Turner thing. No, Chris Turner is usually, you know, the guy that's like, hey, you know what, man? Ebbs and flows, rolls with the breeze. You know, Dude, I, I am an eternal optimist. Like, I, I see the silver lining in everything. And for him to go the season, she could, she could mess up the season because what if Russell Wilson gets it? 
Because now you got to have, you know, and that's a great way to think about it. Because if Russell Wilson is all of a sudden now rusty coming in two and he doesn't have his timing with his guys, and that's a guy that needs timing badly yeah. because they, they've assembled something there, okay? Not to really jump too far into, like, just Seahawks. But – and I – it's the one good thing I did in my fantasy draft last year <laughs> was draft DK Metcalf. He's oh, – they yeah. got something with him. And I'm yeah. still shocked that that dude didn't go in the first round. I just – you know, four three and 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 NFL pedigree. You know what I mean? He's like Megatron, bro. Like it's just call it what it is. He's a very he's a very he's the Walmart version of Megatron. Listen, I, I I put it this way: a talent like that with his ability to run the forty time that he runs, you can teach somebody like that to run a route tree. Yeah. But when you got when you got a Tyler Lockett, and they've got some solid tight ends too, and they run the ball as well as they do. Like you just need somebody that can stretch the field and, and that's can it. win it. All he's got to do is win two 50, 50 balls a game. And that's what he's, that's how they made that push in the end. So to Chris's point, Russell Wilson has things that he has not ever had. He's never had, that's the first year he's ever had that type of guy. And, and I don't know. And I didn't even check what, what's going on with Josh Gordon. Uh, but when he had Josh Gordon and DK Metcalf to go with Tyler Lockett, like imagine if Josh Gordon would have held up. Like I don't know where he's at. But to have those two big-ass dudes outside and have Tyler Lockett. Well, hold on, hold on. So here's the thing. This is what I like about the Seahawks. This is why I am a closet Seahawks fan. The well, they're, they're, they're likable. Like it's, it's a likable team. Shout out, shout out to my guy Stevie Peterson. He's the biggest Seahawks fan I know. Stevie P, what's up, baby? So two things. One, like the Seahawks have no problem and they've worked out Antonio Brown and then Josh Gordon and Des Bryant yeah. in the past couple of months. Which you mean which means you could pick up two of those three for the minimum. Yeah. Like you could pick up two of the three for the minimum. And like these are arguably Hall of Fame guys which you can argue if you give them a couple more years. And two, just to get back to PNC. <laughs> Bring it back. Russell Wilson, if Russell Wilson can abstain is the okay. word we want to use. It, this, is, this is actually, I love, go ahead. I, I just want to agree with you a hundred and a million percent. Go ahead. I'm sorry. This is you are making the point of points right now. From Sierra, mm. automatic, systematic, like funky, like if he can abstain from Sierra, who is top five one of Atlanta's baddest chicks, if he can abstain Ever. from. You mean to tell me regular Ronda can get in the door, but like Russell Wilson, like has to say bye to Sierra? Come on, man. Hey, should we trademark? Re- hey, should we trademark regular Ronda before she hears somehow hears us and calls herself that? Should I put that in my PNC? I'm gonna start trademarking all sorts of shit. Regular Ronda, PNC, post clarity. Just get a whole bunch of phrases. We need to. What's the American needs to own this shit? Because regular Ronda is hilarious. Listen, this man goes home to see Era. Yeah. Ex girl. Like, this, the man's so dope. He took Future's kid and now he made him a suburban kid. Like, your dad was a dope boy and now your dad's an NFL quarterback and now you're an NFL quarterback stepson and now you're, you're a suburban kid. And then he knocked you up like seven more times in the last six years. Like, if this man can keep his hands off of Sierra for two weeks, three weeks, you see what the NBA is doing. The NBA has allowed like one guest. They they don't want to say female because they don't want to make it sexist or anything like this. But they're allowing one guest once they get tested and once they get cleared to come in and visit you, but they have to be tested and cleared and all this other shit. And there's only one person. That's just a fancy way of saying, like, dude, listen, I know y'all are balling for us. Y'all are giving us our money back. 
the TV ratings are honestly pretty fucking high for what's going they, on. They, especially from what's been done. And we're going we're gonna to talk about that. America, this could be a long-ass video stream because I know when it's just two people, we don't get a caught up 40 minutes. Like, Chris, just, he, he actually brought up other topics. You're going to love how freestyle this show is today, but keep going. Yeah. But if the NBA is saying, like, listen, man, listen, um, I appreciate what y'all are doing, and I know it's hard right now. We're going to allow y'all to get a piece of ass. And they're letting, they're, like, they're letting the wives and side chicks and all that in as long as they can pass the test. Like, mind you, not to go too deep in detail because I don't need no questions in my personal life or in my marriage, but <laughs> they're in all that. Like, do you know how much ass, international ass, is in Orlando? I can tell stories that, mind you, don't coincide with, like, my marital timeline or my dating of my wife timeline, but, like, other people timeline. Orlando? Listen, they're in Orlando, okay? Like, it's international ass in Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) It's just weight. Like, dude, like, Russell Wilson has Sierra, like, you're in like yeah. in Washington, there's a oh this idiot, this fucking idiot, dude. Like I, like you ruin your dream for regular bond. Yeah, you, you got to be that guy for the rest of your life. Hey, welcome to the IFL, nigga. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I I I love this show, dude, because. Literally, you, you brought up another topic that I'm going to get into for sure, but I want to say in the future, I think we need to have a Russell Wilson show, and we need to talk about really what has happened to him. Because let, let's be 100. I'm going to preface it with this. Did he not play the best football of his life last season in his entire career? The dude was the yeah. MVP until the last couple of weeks. True. And Lamar Jackson just took it. Well, he's, right. that's the thing about that. He's always in that race. Yeah, always. but but of all the seasons, like he was. Last so year was I, I do I do want to talk about Russell Wilson in a in a, in a in a different time frame. It doesn't really kind of fit the mood I'm in because uh, we've been shitting on regular Ronda. Well, actually, you've been <laughs> shitting, and that shit's funny to me. I'm sorry. I hope when I come up there in a few weeks. All of a sudden, people are like, oh, look at that regular rounder over there. I hope this is a movement as well, too. Let's just start. But let's just start movements again. That's what's missing in this world. You know what I'm saying? We used to be all about movements, you know what I'm saying, three or four years ago. And, you know, and then the hashtags just became too much. So, you know, but listen, you brought up a guy that I, and we talked about we were in freestyle just to the next segment. Basically, Kamal, Sivarand, you dumb as hell. That's just the end of that. That's but it. I want yeah, but I want to transition to this because you brought up a name, and I know me, me and the fiance have talked about him. Um, you know, just because she knows her shit when it comes to football. Another reason why I'm marrying her. Uh, you know, that's why you hear me say fiance and wife and all that shit. You know, like it, it, it just it's the same word to me basically at this point. But Antonio Brown's name, you bringing that up, I do want to talk about him um, because I feel like the things. Um, now that we know what's going on with him, this is the guy that can swing it. He can swing it. He can swing. I, it, I'm, I, when I'm talking like that team goes from they made the playoffs to, all right, now they're in the realm of Kansas City. Okay. Before you get going quick. I'll, yeah, I'll just, go ahead. Before you get to going real good. Say they pick up Antonio Brown. <sighs> he, he goes through, past COVID tests gets in shape, and mentally he's he's where he was about seven years ago, okay? Mentally and physically. Who do you double cover? What defense do you run to stop him and DK? See? Now, so you're saying if Antonio Brown ends up in Seattle, this is where I get to actually kind of show that I actually, you know, really know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, because okay. the whole receiver thing is you. Like, I don't know. All okay. I know is you niggas end up – you end up open sometimes, and that's all I know. All right. So, I'm going to preface this a couple ways. Um, one, because I understand 
in, in, in our lifetime. And I'm just going to use the two years that we played together. Okay. I'm not going to use anything else and it's not going to be some braggadocious shit. I'm not that drunk. So we're good. Okay. But this is what happens. Okay. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. Don't trust me. By, by, by about an hour and a half in, the slurring will start to happen. I'm not tripping, but that's why we're doing the show so early so I can take my ass to bed. You know, 4.30 <laughs> calls. Hey, when Frito-Lay says, get your ass here at 4.30, I ain't messing up these checks. I ain't trying to get that foot in my ass in my house. Yeah, y'all don't even know. She runs this house. Now, this is what happens, okay? <laughs> and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break this down for you guys very simply as to this, okay? And trust me, I'm not coming from a braggadocious place. Like, it's not that at all. I've had plenty of shows where I've done that, but I understand what this does to teams. Chris Turner was around for this. The first year in in 09, you know, we were beating up on teams, you know, the first three or four games because they just didn't, talent-wise, have the ability to – deal with us because we had the best player in the league, Chris Dixon. Uh, you had the best other player in the league, myself. See, that's what I'm going to do it. I'm going to say you had one A and you had one B. All right. I'm going to leave it at that. Right. Because me, we're doing a live show. I can't wait. I can't wait to, to sit with the MVP, man. That's just, talk, just, talk, just talk football. We're just going to go off and, you know, that's going to be a special one because I think we'll all be together. Uh, but when you've got one A, Chris Dixon, you've got one B, James Walton, at that point in our league, it, doesn't, it, it just doesn't matter. And then you had Robert Reed, best mind in the game. And then you had Coach O, the best coach to manage personalities. You know, Co- Haran to me is the Phil Jackson yeah. of our league. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Phil Jackson to, to you know, and everybody that watched The Last Dance – the Bulls ran one play. The Lakers ran one play. It was basically triangle motion. Phil didn't have to manage basketball. He had to manage egos and personalities. And the greatest coaches, you see that. Greg Popovich is like that. Steve Kerr has become like that because he's from this tree. Phil Jackson, of course, Red Arback in the old days was like that. Yeah. John Wooden in college, foot, in college basketball like that. Nick Saban, I have to give him credit, has the ability. That's how you win five national championships. You manage egos and personalities, even if they're kids. Yeah. Like, that's, that's makes, so we had that in 09. Like, there was no doubt. And then when you add guys like a Chris Turner, you know, you have the Mike Landry's, the Mike Bazemore's that were already there, the Gaddafi Tunzels that were there. You bring in Charles Anthony, who was ready to step in and go, this is my year. Charles had the quietest 30 touchdowns I've ever seen, by the way. Tim Brown, um, Mania Smith, the best old lineman to ever play in this league. You know what I mean? Like, you had all these personalities and everybody looking for different things, and I'm leaving out names. Michael Eby was rookie of the year that year. You had Fitz come on later in the season and pick off eight passes. Muhammad Sham Shadeen. Okay, like, okay, we'll do the we'll do the outlaw show later. That's now, coming. That's coming before you get here. That's coming. Okay. So when it comes to what I dealt with with being like, I had basically been double double covered for a year prior, and the reason why I worked in Bloomington is I played with two guys, uh, Glenn Johnson, who played in the NFL, played at IU, and Darren Graham, who played in the AFL, big money AFL and played at IU. And then I played with Reggie Gray, who's arguably one of the top 10 greatest indoor wide receivers of all time. Okay. And then when we were there, and I need to wish him a happy birthday. I'll do it on here, and I'm going to text him. Jamie January, he was young. I think Jamie was 21. He didn't quite – big hands. Big hands January. Happy birthday to you, JJ. And I'm going to give you a shout later. Uh, I'll just give you a text or a call or something like that. You know, I had him, and he was up and coming, and he's done his thing. I'm very proud of him as well, everything he's done. But we never really had that other third guy. And when we went to Omaha, that was our first loss of the year. Yep. You know, but they beat us because they said, we'll take number six out of here, and Chris is going to have to – somebody's going to have to win man-to-man, okay? And then we got Robert Red, and it was ball game after that because Robert Red. Shout out Robert Red. He's one of the coolest to ever do it. 
and also played in the NFL for three years. I had the luxury of playing with a lot of NFL guys. Yeah. I, you know, let's call a spade a spade. It's easy to catch a lot of touchdowns when you play with motherfuckers that are that cold. Okay. So how I preference this to that and Eric McCain as well made it easier for now. You couldn't, you couldn't do anything. Oh. And then you had Chuck and Tim in the background. So this is what happens. Okay. You put Antonio Brown, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett on the field at the same time. What do you do? You cannot double cover anybody. That's, that's the answer. That was a long, it took me five minutes to get to that. The answer is this. If I was the Seahawks, you have a guy here, and why I bring him up, he has no choice but to go back to being six-round Antonio Brown. Number one, you've been suspended for eight games. Yep. Number two, you got your money, but you don't have your money at the same time. You need a season where you can go help a team get them at least to a championship yep. game. You'll get that one last contract. Yep. They'll guarantee you some money, and it's going to give you that chance to be first ballot, which he was on pace to do, you know, at this point. So with, with, with that in Seattle, you bring in that, that, that up and how well they run the ball and Russell Wilson's ability to keep the play going. He's one of the best, if not the best, at scrambling because he wants to throw touchdowns. Yeah, he doesn't want to run it. There is nothing more exciting to a wide receiver than a quarterback that will run around and do all that crazy shit, and still throw that, but never, but never cross the line of scrimmage because he's looking for you just to be able to break, and he can just fire that that baseball arm that he has, uh, an an underrated arm. Um, I agree. So that's what it does, and for for that, so. I think, you know, it's a team like Seattle that you basically just – you almost book them for the playoffs at this point, right? Yeah. You almost go like, as long as that guy, number, number three, plays 16 games, well, at this point now it's 17 games they're playing, I guess, or is it 18? 17, 18? Uh, 17. It's 18 weeks. That guy – yeah, 18 weeks, 17 games. If that guy plays all 17 weeks, they're going to win, you know – no less than nine games. That's just who he is. If he plays, because that's what quiet, quiet is kept. That's what he's done his entire career. He's played every week mm-hmm. and they've made the playoffs every single year. Okay. Um, so I think there's certain teams. I think that's a great one you bring up. Another team where it could swing them is right here where I'm at if Antonio Brown came to the 49ers, because they were, they were looking at him. They just couldn't, you know. And think about Antonio Brown, you know. I think they, you know, I, I think Debo Samuel's out for the year, yeah. which was a big blow. Debo was huge. And you just signed Kittle. Shout out George Kittle. We talked about him. I'm glad he got his money. I think he got like $40 million guaranteed. He deserves every penny. Like, I think he you got know, his right after Kelsey got his, right? Yeah, but I think they paid they both of them, yeah. Like they got there. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the real MVP at this point. Oh, Let's just call it what it is. Like, when you leave – and I, I don't mean to cut you off, but – No, you go ahead, man. As a matter of fact, I'll, be, I'll make it personal. I just had my yearly evaluation for work. And I'm asking because they asked how much I want to get paid, like, what do I think my raise should be. I threw an absurd number out there because – I want every last dollar that I can possibly get. I'm not worried about the mm-hmm. team. I'm not worried about the infrastructure of the company. I ain't even damn about none of that. I'm trying to make sure that if I want to go out and buy a pair of foam posits or up tempos or Jordans, I got the money to do it that my wife will never fucking know. Patrick Mahomes left money on the table to build a dynasty. So whether they win all 17 games, or they go 14 and three. That man is the MVP because he said, you know what? Yeah, I got half a billion dollars, but I left enough money on this table so that we can still win. Go ahead. Dude, I mean, yeah, that's, we've been talking about doing that show too. Um, But that's the truth of it. Um, Am I upset when it comes to him, you know, Doing that bullshit contract, so absolutely. 
But yeah. as a teammate, do I absolutely love yeah. what he did? Very much. A hundred percent. As a teammate, if that was, if that was, and he's the guy. He's the reason why everybody's going to sling the, the Black National Anthem in week one. He got on that video, and that's what did it. I, okay. I, oh. I think it speaks to, and not to go into this shit, and I'm going I'm, I'm to touch on it, and then I'm going to get the hell off of it really quick. Yeah, we Antonio Brown. I wasn't trying to go there. But I think if it comes to because he comes from money. He's, yeah. he's never really had to struggle or go without because his dad played professional baseball. So, like, money's always kind of been around. Whereas if you go to Antonio Brown, who was in that, if he was in that situation, a kid from Miami who grew up in the month, like, who grew up in similar surroundings like I did, anytime mm-hmm. you get a chance to grab that bag, fuck everybody else, I'm going to get it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, that's a good point, man. And that's what we're here to do is to really let this be understood on our platform where we can't be interrupted. No. Because we're right. Now, um, (laughs) so that's another team. You know, I think about the Niners, you know, with the stadium being down the street. I mean, another team. I mean, there's, there's so many teams where you look at them and go, like, they're playoff contenders. He goes there. Shit, it's a problem. If, if he goes anybody in the NFC West, like that whole that whole little division, like if they get Antonio, if they get any one of the three, but especially Antonio Brown, there's only one team he can't go to, and he, he doesn't fit their system, and it's the Rams. Yeah, actually, the Rams, the Rams, and the Cardinals. I I don't I don't like it. I love what the Cardinals have right now. They made their choice. I, I, they they got their Antonio Brown. I like They're good with the Cardinals, though, because Kyler no, it's too much. Breaks out, and that defense just takes one step up. The kid has enough arm to just drop it deep. Okay, see now here here comes the humble brag. Now here now here it comes. See, there's 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 a weird dynamic with a lot of these guys right now in this league that that I do like. It's very competitive. Chris, it takes a special mindset to be what I was in Billings. I agree. Nobody has that mindset because I went for a year where I'm not said this, and Chris knows this, and, and Chris Dixon knows this too, because me and him, we that's just us. We were competitive. We were trying to win the MVP in 2008, you know, and I remember what that did. Um, to me to lose a championship and get, I got nothing out of it. I always wanted the championship was one a, and the MVP was one a, a, I guess you could add a second a, I'm not going to say that one a one B it was, I was trying to be the MVP of the league and win the championship. And that was basically in that order, the way I said it, because you get MVP awards first in our league, yep. then you win championships. Yep. So true. I was trying to be the MVP and then go on the run in the playoffs and help that Bloomington team in 08 one of my favorite teams I played on, you know, went. Um, but when I got to Billings and I knew I was playing with the reigning MVP who went on to win the MVP the next year, all I said is, dude, I've tried that. And that's never really who I was. Whatever it takes for us to hold that trophy, that's what I want. Because I know championships last forever. And I look at what it's done for, for you and I. You know, it, that championship led us to our wives. Very, you know? very true, dude. You understand what I'm saying? God, so when I, so for me to look at Antonio Brown playing with DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins is still too young for that. Antonio Brown, I think now being 30 and 31, and the fact that he couldn't get back in the league last year, and they're going to keep him out some more, which is rightfully so. You know, and the fact that you haven't, with all the crazy shit going on in this world, don't get me wrong, Antonio Brown is not even a blip on it. But why wouldn't Antonio Brown say some wild shit right now? Like the shit he was saying in 2019. This would be the perfect time for Antonio Brown to be going off. Yeah. Because people would just like be like, oh, Antonio Brown's going off. It would fit right in with Kanye and, and all the shit in Wyoming. It would fit perfectly in with that. Matter of fact, Antonio Brown's probably hanging out in Wyoming. We don't know. That's a joke. I'm just playing. 
So <laughs> I know where he's at. Antonio Brown is chilling, you know, trying to get Drew Rosenhaus back to do this last contract. I know what the fuck he's doing. So that's why it doesn't work, Chris, because the one thing about us at that position, there is no more diva personality no. in the game of football than a wide receiver. Very true. And the reason being because the majority of us don't figure out that we don't do what we do without 10 other guys. There are certain guys that figure that out, and those guys usually become Hall of Famers, the Jerry Rices, the Randy Mosses. Believe it or not, the Terrell Owenses of the world, even as crazy in our debate, one of our favorite debates we had, who's the bigger asshole. <laughs> I love that debate. I love them guys. I love both them guys. But the ability to know that, you know what, and, I, and this, is, this is the truth, and you know this. There were games early on in that season when it was just me playing with young guys. I was like, damn, Walt's going off. Yeah. And then when we got to the back half of that season, there'd be games like, dude, he had four touchdowns in that game. And those were my favorite games. We played an Alaska game. Robert Red had 100 yards and like three touchdowns in the first quarter. And I remember him coming to the locker room. He looked at the stat sheet. I never forget this shit. And we were sitting in the locker room getting ready to go do our thing at Bones. And he said, dude, you had four touchdowns this game? I said, yeah, because they double covered you after you killed them. So all I did was run my routes. Hold on, hold on. And we had the same stats. We and literally had four touchdowns apiece in 100 yards. My favorite thing about arena football. What's that, man? Here's how I know. We're, and like we won, regardless of whatever I saw it. Like, the <laughs> are are you, are you gonna, you gonna say like what I? So, I think I know where you're gonna go. Whenever, and tell them the truth. Whenever the defense would come off, and like I'll go out and like the whole D line. And mind you, I'm not gonna see him brag. Like on a three person D line, I was the third best. Now, mind you, on a three person D line, we were the three top D linemen in the entire fucking league, and I was the third best on it. I knew the game was over regardless of whenever it was. It's when I would come off the sideline, I would come off the field. And mind you, we would have damn near paralyzed somebody on the field because myself, Mike Landry, and Mike Bayford were honestly, like, the quarterback was a check. And we were trying our best to get back there to him. When mm -hmm. I would come to the sideline and I would see Walt, no helmet, <laughs> legs just sprawled out, just. <laughs> like in, enjoying the atmosphere, I knew. All right, well, oh shit, the game's over. I'm gonna get my money now. Like I can do some bullshit. And like when I would see Walt, and this is, and honestly, I never told Walt this. But like this made me more comfortable in the league to be myself. And this is when I started coming out with like the championship belts and doing these theatrics during like the intros and everything. Because whenever Walt got comfortable, that means the game was over. And then that means I could be an asshole. So to come off the field and see Walt just uh, stretched out, no shoes on, like no helmet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. don't forget, no shoulder pads. No I would take my yeah, shoulder pads off. No shoulder off. pads on, no nothing. And like the head coach would look at Walt like, oh, well, yeah, the game is over. This is the second fucking quarter. I, <laughs> I knew at that time. Like, oh, <laughs> I can go out and just be an asshole and talk shit to, like, the fans and talk shit to the center and do, like, obscene theatrics because, oh, Walt said the game's over. So, yeah, game's over. Go. <laughs> I, I, there's only, I remember that there's only two times I ever had to put my pads back on. Uh, one was the, uh, the 2010 when we, uh, when we played in the, in the, uh, in the sportsplex. Yeah. And we played in Arkansas, and I had like four in the first half because I, I went nuts yep. in that one. Because I remember I had hurt my ankle the week before, yep. and God bless him. I can't wait to see him. But Travis Brown stepped in there and did my job as well as I could have did it in that game. The and Zach he was Morris of this AFL arena football. Hey, <laughs> Travis was taking them double teams. I was over here standstill like, oh, man – you're gonna I was like, you're gonna press me? I knew I remember Chris looking over at me like because you know, obviously I had caught fire towards the end and we had gotten our chemistry, you know. Oh, shit. All right, R.I.P. Carl Sims and you know and, and Spider Bloom and 
Like we, we found ourselves, you know, towards the second half of that year, you know, just as an offense and we still had V Tim Brown, you know what I mean? And our whole line was as good as it was going to be, you know, but I remember that game and I remember just Chris was like, dude, you're, God, you haven't been this open in a long time. <laughs> and he just throw, he was just throwing. And this corner, like, I don't even remember his name oh, at all. I Man. don't care. But he was talking shit to me at like he didn't know who the fuck I was in, in my <laughs> league. This was my league. And I was like, bro, y'all just got here. I don't even know how y'all got. I, I don't know how y'all got to this game, number one. But I said, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you. Oh, you know, you ain't. I said, look here. <laughs> First of all, I'm already, I'm already pissed off that I'm not playing my spot. Number two, if you're gonna press me all game, it's gonna be a problem for you, real quick. And all I did was, all I did was run fades on this guy and kill him. And Chris was like, "Oh my God, there's no safety help. He's just drop, he's just dropping these things just in the basket. Like I'm not even having to do any of this shit or <laughs> dive. It's just like." <laughs> We had one in the game, Chris, I swear to God, where, like, it was a broken player's running around. I just threw the hand up because I knew Chris hated that, but I knew he was running around. And you remember how we had the, the way the, the plex was? We had those, those tall windows. Yeah. So we had a line that was classified as all bound. And Chris loved that shit with me, you know, because this is back when I could still jump. <laughs> and he would throw it right to a spot. He was like, well, if James doesn't get it, nobody's getting it. Exactly. And he threw one, he threw one and I just went up and got it. Dude, like, so, I mean, with all that, I mean, Jim, we're going to have a lot of fun when he's on the show, man. I can't wait to have Chris on the show because I'm going to let Chris talk his shit. Like, I want – I just hey, – Chris, hey, I'll be watching – we want him to – well, I want him to talk his shit, man. And we're going to talk about everybody we love. And, like, I will have so many topics. That's going to be a Facebook Live. So that, that show might go three hours. And that's the thing. Well, get some brown liquor in his ass and he go like, – he's all this uh, community first and – Coach, the outlaw shit is going to go out the window. You're going to see yeah. the, the secret we'll, that we know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 do the, we'll, we'll, we'll do it We'll do it for the 406, the first topic. And then once he didn't lean into one of his little drinks, then that's, uh-huh. that's probably going to be an IFL show for two hours. We're just going to talk shit. <laughs> we're going to shout out a lot of people on that show, and we're going to tell the truth on that show. But-